1: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Tonight, we're outside Buckingham Palace where King Charles III addressed the nation and the world for the first time as the new monarch. As the Commonwealth says goodbye to Queen Elizabeth II, her eldest son promises to carry on her legacy.
2: I shall endeavor to serve you with loyalty, respect, and love as i have throughout my life
1: cbs's charlie dagata reports on the new royal titles for william and kate and for the children of harry and Meghan. a country in mourning the new details tonight about the 10 days of ceremony cbs's elizabeth palmer is in scotland where the public will get its first chance to say goodbye the world's biggest names pay their respects CBS's Nikki Batiste has the tributes from stars of screen and stage.
3: And she led the country through some of our greatest and darkest moments
2: with grace, decency, and a genuine caring warmth.
1: And a role model for women and girls. We meet mothers and daughters from all over Britain paying tribute to the Queen. So what's the message for all the girls in your family? That anything's
4: possible, isn't it?
5: This is a special edition of
6: the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting tonight from
5: London.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us from outside Buckingham Palace, where not even the rain or increasingly chilly temperatures could keep people from paying their respects to the Queen. And today, the Commonwealth heard from its new sovereign, King Charles III, addressed a grieving nation and the world for the first time as king, promising to carry on his mother's lifelong service to the British people. King Charles and Camilla, the new queen consort, arrived at Buckingham Palace, greeted by thousands of people. And at military sites across the United Kingdom, cannon fire rang out in a 96-gun salute, one round for each year of the queen's life. We have a team of reporters covering the death of Queen Elizabeth and the historic royal succession of King Charles. CBS's Charlie Daggett is here with me to start it off. And good evening, Charlie. And that was quite a historic speech
7: today. It was historic on several levels and very emotional. Who would have thought on a day filled with such raw emotion that the King's speech would pack one of the biggest punches of all? But here is a man who lost his mother just yesterday, now King, speaking from the heart.
2: I speak to you today with feelings of profound sorrow. The first King's speech was was an intensely
7: personal message.
2: Queen Elizabeth was a life well lived, a promise with destiny kept, and she is mourned most deeply in her passing. That promise of lifelong service I renew to you all today
7: where he spoke lovingly of William and Kate, and his other son.
2: I want also to express my love for Harry and Meghan, as they continue to build their lives overseas.
7: It capped an entire day of tributes for Queen Elizabeth. The bells tolled across the abbeys and cathedrals throughout the land, as the nation enters a 10-day period of mourning. The death gun salute rang out from London's parks and landmarks. 96 shots in an elaborate ceremony marking each year of the queen's life. King Charles flew back from Balmoral Castle in Scotland, making his way to Buckingham Palace. And there is the arrival of King Charles. Even as he mourns the loss of his mother, duty calls day one on the job here. And judging from crowds here at Buckingham Palace, this is one tough act to follow. But when the king and queen consort Camilla got out of their car, they received a kind of warm welcome that conveyed the crowds here were not just gathered to bid farewell to their beloved queen, but to greet their new king.
5: We wanted to be here, to say our goodbyes, and to welcome the new king.
7: To welcome the new king?
5: Yeah, very enthusiastically. The day
7: ended with a solemn remembrance service at St. Paul's Cathedral. And that emotional speech that nearly brought the new king himself to tears.
2: And to my darling Mama, as you begin your last great journey... To join my dear late papa, I want simply to say this, thank you.
1: And Charlie dakota is back here with us and we also learned today about some new royal titles.
7: Yes, and this is significant. Most importantly, uh, William and Kate have been elevated to Prince and Princess of Wales and of course that is a title that was last held by Princess Diana herself.
1: And what about Harry and Meghan's children?
7: Yes, that is significant too for a different reason because as soon as the queen died and Prince Charles ascended to the throne, they automatically take on the roles of prince and princess.
1: Charlie Dagana, thank you so much. What happens next will follow a strict royal protocol that will culminate with a state funeral in less than two weeks. The public will get their first chance to pay their respects when her coffin is moved to the Palace of Holyrood House in Edinburgh, the official residence of the monarchy in Scotland. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer is there.
8: Photographs show a happy and relaxed Queen Elizabeth with the late Prince Philip at Balmoral, her beloved Scottish estate. It's where just this week she received Britain's new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, and where only two days later she died. Elizabeth's reign began with the splendid pageantry of her coronation and it will end with funereal pageantry planned by the monarch herself. It's expected that the Queen's body will arrive in the next day or two at Holyrood House in Edinburgh, where all day people have been leaving flowers and farewells. After a service in the city's Gothic St. Giles's Cathedral, her coffin will go on to London. And there she will lie in state so tens of thousands of people can pay their respects.
4: We are seeing the end of an Elizabethan age. We are seeing the passing on of a battle to a new monarch. And in the United Kingdom, ritual and ceremony and tradition is always the most spectacular way of marking that.
8: The last state funeral in the UK was in 1965 for the great wartime Prime Minister Winston Churchill. 57 years on, Queen Elizabeth's, will take place in the magnificence of Westminster Abbey, and she'll finally be laid to rest at Windsor Castle next to her husband, who died last year. The period of national mourning that starts today with flags at half-staff will go on until the end of the day of the Queen's funeral.
1: Nora? And President Biden, of course, saying tonight that he's going to attend the state funeral. Liz Palmer, thank you. King Charles was born right here inside Buckingham Palace. When he was three years old, he became the heir apparent to the throne and would go on to become one of the hardest working and most visible royals. CBS's Mark Phillips has more now on the new king and the challenges he faces.
2: Your majesty,
5: mummy. The then-Prince Charles at the celebration of the 70th anniversary of his mother's reign. Charles may have been a king in training for more than seven decades, but he still divides opinion on what sort of king he will be. I think he'll be a very good king. The monarchy is going to be a very hard act to follow. Charles comes to the throne laden with baggage, personal and historic. Personally, he's an eccentric character with aristocratic habits and well-known opinions. On modern architecture, for example, he hates it. He's not a fan of modern industrial farming methods either. Our current approach
2: will lead to a dead end.
5: The queen, from another generation and another time, mastered the art of royal enigma. The queen never gave an interview. The queen never expressed an opinion. He comes with all sorts
3: of baggage. The country knows the Prince of Wales has opinions. He's had them for as long as most of us can remember.
5: For Robert Hartman, whose latest book is Queen of Our Times, Charles's opinions have been baked into his persona and are largely vindicated.
3: I mean, we look back now on his early pronouncements about the environment, about education, uh, that at the time people said, well, hang on, this this is quite risky stuff. Now it's mainstream orthodoxies.
5: Whatever his opinions, Charles also comes to the throne with history the history of his ugly breakup with Diana and the tragedy which followed. Time has passed, and his marriage to Camilla and her role as his queen consort are now largely accepted. But while the stigma of the Diana story may have faded, it can never be completely erased, especially given the popularity of her son. Robert Lacey is a royal historian. Much of the world would much rather have King William V than King Charles III. But the die of history has been cast. King Charles does have one thing going for him. The country has a pretty good idea what it's getting. Mark Phillips, CBS News, London.
1: And we spoke with someone who knows King Charles well. Julian Payne worked with then Prince Charles for a decade. And he's now a CBS News royal contributor. And we asked him about the years of preparation for this very moment.
3: King Charles III knew that it was going to be a very long time before he was going to be on the throne, by all accounts. Uh, As a result, he knew he could spend his time hunting, shooting, fishing, doing very little if he wanted to. But actually, he decided that the value he could have in those, what turned out to be 50 years, was in actually campaigning for the things he was passionate about, and so he did. I absolutely am certain that he will take the spirit of that into the monarchy now as, as king.
1: How do you think Prince William and Kate's role will change?
3: Well, first of all, let's, let's just note that they have now taken on the role of Prince and Princess of Wales. That is quite a powerful moniker to, to carry. What I think you'll see is they will naturally follow into that role as people that are putting philanthropy at the heart of their work. But I think what you can expect is for that work really to kick up a notch. And also don't forget that the Prince of Wales now as he is, he also has the Duchy of Cornwall to look after. This is the the estate which brings in the revenue that pays for the Prince of Wales and his family. So that's a huge job as well.
1: Do you think there's anything that King Charles will do to modernize the monarchy, or will we have to wait for Prince William for that?
3: He's always been a modernizer. He put a recycling bin in, the, in Buckingham Palace in the early 1980s and got everybody recycling their bottles. This is not somebody who has sat on tradition and never, never changed. He actually is always, always pushing forward.
1: And no doubt the world will be watching. The crowds have been gathering here to pay respects to their beloved queen. We'll take you next to Windsor Castle in 60 seconds. In all the tributes to Queen Elizabeth, there are two words that seem to appear more than any other, grace and duty. To those who came to mourn her today, the Queen embodied both, and that is why they loved her. Here's CBS's Holly Williams. She was
4: famously stoical. She kept calm and carried on. She exemplified for many British people what's best about their nation. And today, outside Buckingham Palace, they paid tribute to her.
3: She was a queen for the people.
7: Although she was a queen, and way above all of us ordinary people,
4: she was human, and she's shown that time after time. She was born into immense privilege, one of the wealthiest women in the world. But many here say they felt a personal connection with her. All of us human beings, we can look up to her. She held herself very well with dignity. The Queen also shared the eccentric British sense of humour. At her platinum jubilee in June, celebrating 70 years on the throne, the Queen stole the show.
6: Tea? Oh, yes, please.
4: Appearing in this witty sketch with Paddington Bear.
6: Happy jubilee, ma'am.
7: And thank you for everything.
4: That's very kind. And when she buried her husband, Prince Philip, last year, her people shared in her quiet grief. What are those British British qualities that she embodied?
2: I think discretion, temperance, a tendency to to hold it together. And I think that that's a part of this culture here.
4: In his address to the nation tonight, King Charles vowed to emulate his late mother, saying he would serve his people with, quote, loyalty, respect, and love. Nora.
1: Holly Williams, live outside Windsor Castle, thank you. Coming up next, some of the biggest stars of pop culture remember the beloved queen. During her 70-year reign, Queen Elizabeth was an avid supporter and patron of the arts. She made a tremendous impact on some of the world's biggest stars. Some of them are now paying tribute to her. Here's CBS's Nikki Batiste.
3: Join me in a round of applause for 70 years of service.
1: Paying tribute to their queen. Rock stars
9: Harry Styles and Sir Elton John. I'm glad she's at peace. I'm I'm
3: glad she's at rest.
9: And comedian James Corden.
3: She was universally adored.
9: He noted that Queen Elizabeth was never political and never made
3: her historic reign about her. And maybe that's why. She was as beloved and respected by a president as she was by the guy who lives down the street. In
9: the UK, Sir Paul McCartney saying on Instagram, each time they met, she impressed him with her great sense of humor and dignity. American celebrities honoring Her Majesty's life too. Dolly Parton tweeting, she carried herself with grace and strength her entire life. Barbara Streisand saying, she was a constant for us all, respected around the world. Janet Jackson posting this photo with simply, may you rest in peace, queen, and singer Stevie Nicks. She made it very clear to all the brilliant men who surrounded her that she was the queen, and they were not. She showed all women how strong they could be. Across the globe, moments of silence.
5: In the memory of Queen Elizabeth.
9: The Eiffel Tower dimmed. The Empire State Building shined. The world paused to honor a woman who captivated and connected all of us. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, New York.
1: And we'll have more on the Royals later in the broadcast. But up next, urgent calls for a safe zone around that embattled nuclear plant in Ukraine. And a jet slides into San Diego Bay as a tropical storm impacts California. Now to some of the day's other headlines. The world's top nuclear inspector says a safety zone needs to be established immediately around Europe's largest nuclear plant in Ukraine. Shelling has knocked out power in a nearby city that fed the plant. The last reactor may have to be shut down, making the plant totally reliant on emergency diesel generators to prevent a nuclear accident. The governor of New York declared a disaster emergency today, ordering an expansion of the state's polio vaccination efforts after scientists detected the virus in wastewater on Long Island. The virus also turned up in wastewater systems in New York City and several nearby counties. Well, after a week of scorching temperatures and wildfires, California is feeling the impacts of Tropical Storm K. It's bringing floods, mudslides, high winds, and lightning to Southern California and Western Arizona. Some areas are bracing for more than a half foot of rain. The weather is suspected of causing a small jet to go off the runway and into San Diego Bay this afternoon. It happened when the plane was attempting to land. There are no reports of serious injuries. And we'll be right back as women and young girls pay tribute and give thanks to the queen. We end tonight back here at Buckingham Palace where mourners came from far and wide to pay their respects to the Commonwealth's steady leader. As we walked through the crowds, we couldn't help but notice mothers and daughters coming here to honor the only monarch many of them have ever known. And We'll remember this for the rest of our lives. What did it mean to have a woman reign for so long? It's a great um, inspiration for, my, for me, for my child, to grow up, sort of girl power. A moment to cherish, saying goodbye to a role model. What are the words you would use to describe the queen? What she meant to you? Kind, caring, and... nice lady these women brought their daughters let me see your drawing that's you and the Queen that's beautiful to lay flowers when we found the news out yesterday the little ones were uncontrollably crying what do you think the Queen meant to you to your daughters like someone that's always been there
4: like a grandma Mm -hmm. a great loss and obviously even in their generation in their lifetime we're probably never gonna see a queen again
1: Queen Elizabeth, not just a monarch, but a matriarch for this kingdom, a source of strength and inspiration for many of the women here today. What's the message for all the girls in your family?
4: That anything's possible, isn't it?
1: They all said she was strong, and that's what they admired about her. That is the C- tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell here in London. Good night, and have a great weekend.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.